Biggie. Yes. And Tupac. Biggie and Tupac. Now, you definitely, you, you can take the lead on this, because I am a novice. And ah. I'll be honest with you, when I was growing up, I was disgusted by this criminal. <laughs> criminal. I was, I was, I was like Tipper Gore. I had a picture of Tipper Gore in my room. <laughs> I was like, she's the real G. <laughs> yes, she's a boss. Who um, is Tipper Gore? Was she someone's bitch? Who is she? Al Gore? No, is she not Al Gore's wife? That does make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And yeah, so she was very much... So funny how he's like, climate change. And she's like, oh, mo- no, <laughs> right. this is the real danger. No, the two live crew. <laughs> They're black, the ones. Black people rhyming. That's yeah. the real danger. <laughs> but, uh, okay. No, well, like, you're the one who decided to talk about it. So I will jump in. But, like, where... What got you interested? Why did you decide? Or what, what was your starting point? Well, I'll tell you what. Yeah. I have to give your roommates credit. Okay. So No, don't. <laughs> I, I don't want them getting a big ego. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. yeah fucking Rooney was getting too big for his boots. That's why he uh, <laughs> met with a little accident. <laughs> a little fall. Yeah, yeah. No, so we were recording the episode last week. Yes. I know we came down. We're like, fuck. We were high-fiving. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I we had were, my shirt off. Yeah. We're, like, <laughs> we're doing beer bongs. Yeah, yeah. Beer bongs. I was bong. acting like I just scored a goal in the World Cup. Yeah. You know, I was running around the place like, yeah, <laughs> and then we came down. Your roommates were watching straight out of Compton. Straight out of Compton. Now immediately, I was like, "What the fuck? <laughs> Stand your ground!" Yeah, yeah, I was like, "Where's my wallet? <laughs> They're going to come out. It's like the ring. They're going to come out with the TV." <laughs> Uh, you know, but then I I calm down. Seven days they're gonna come over and <laughs> fuck my wife, <laughs> and I'll love it. No, so I, I you got you calm me down eventually. Okay, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It was kind of like that, a, that thing <laughs> where I just rub your earlobes with uh, olive oil. No, you have to put a wallet in my mouth. <laughs> so you calm me down, okay? And yeah. I started watching it. Yes. And after a while, it's like, wait a minute, these criminals. <laughs> Are actually poets. They're artists. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the end, I was completely turned around. You I was were, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, "Fuck the police!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I can see it. I yeah. can see it. Do, do they do have attitude? And then you sent a series of emails uh, with the the title was. I was wrong about George Floyd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After a full year, I'll finally admit I might have jumped to conclusions. Yeah, okay. You can thank Ice Cube for that. But anyway, oh yeah, so you watched straight out of Compton. Yeah, but then you were like, well, you know, Dr. Dre yes. actually has a bit of a negative backstory. S- yes, so I, re- I actually knew about this. So, um, like, when the movie came out and, like, straight out of Compton, it was, like, people really liked it or whatever. It was huge, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, but everyone, like, or not everyone, but a lot of people was, like, well, it's really whitewashing a lot of things, in particular, Dr. Dre's uh, extensive history of domestic abuse. And he has had multiple women that he was with, wives, girlfriends, whatever, saying he was incredibly violently, uh, violent and abusive physically abusive blah 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 and there's some very famous one like d barnes she was like a journalist or she something. did work for mtv wasn't yeah it? yeah yeah so and didn't isn't she like homeless now oh probably i saw some video recently where she was basically like yeah i'm you know every day i'm, I'm day to day basically yeah you yeah. know if i don't get i can't afford bread she's basically <laughs> like that you know i can either get bread or my medication yeah yeah so but yeah it was at like a party or something or at some kind of event, but like it was a very public thing even when it happened. But yeah, Dr. Dre beat the shit out of her, like slapped her around, threw her down some stairs. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't public. And it's actually, it's kind of funny. There's like an interview afterwards with like uh, Rem. Uh, MC Ren, and yeah. he said, uh, bitch had it coming. Yeah, well, it's still funny though. He's basically going off like, oh, the bitch had it coming, you know, what do you expect? Yeah. And fucking Easy E's there as well, just being like, is this national television? Is this, <laughs> is this being broadcast? Okay, cool. Yeah. Ooh, this is the worst thing that happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of blood, don't matter. Uh, anybody got any strepsils? I need a lozenge. <laughs> I need uh, a lot of them. Um, so, like, um, so yeah, that was the first one I heard about, and then I kind of locked into it. This is like year, years ago, because yeah. I actually heard about it from the song "Guilty Conscience." Who did that? There was Eminem and Dr. Dre. It mm-hmm. was like on Eminem's first album or whatever. And there's literally a line is like, "You gonna take advice from someone who slapped D. Bonds?" And Dr. Dre's like, "What you say, motherfucker?" Like they play it off uh. as a joke. 
It's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hey, you know what? You know what people do? You know, self-deprecation. That's you know? right, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It, and it, it's endearing. Like, yeah, I did beat my wife. Yeah. And people were like, yes. But that was literally it. He just like a, it was kind of like they referenced it in a joking way. It's and crazy how they mention the name. Like, yeah, that's crazy. literally. But that's how public it was. Even when it happened, people were going mad about it. And then there's that other one, Michelle. She's yeah. an R and B singer. Michelle. Michelle. Mike. <laughs> Mickey. Mickey. Big M- Mick. Mickey Finn. Uh, Mickey Finn. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's cool. Yeah. Um, so Michelle. Okay. Yeah. So uh, she actually. And I've watched this. You haven't watched this, have you? Surviving no, Compton? I haven't. No, no, no. So, Straight Out Compton came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in that, Dr. Dre, he's pretty boring in it, actually. Like he, Really boring. And the actor that plays him is not very good. No, he's the real weak link in the Big whole... Big time. He's, everyone else is so good. Yeah, every, like, everyone... Like, fucking O'Shea Jackson. He's you know what? fantastic. You know what? He gets, he gets my approval. Yeah. And that's very rare. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Your nose is even... Even bleeding <laughs> right now as you say that. Yeah, but he is great. Yeah, he's, he's gonna fantastic. be in the new uh, he's gonna be in the new Obi-Wan Kenobi series. See, what I like now is obviously so he played his dad and everyone was kinda like, Oh yeah, he's just playing his dad, you know, it's whatever one note kind of thing. But then I saw him in uh, Ingrid Goes West where he plays this real kind of like nerdy guy who's obsessed with Batman. He's fantastic in mm. it. So I genuinely think, you know, I see big things for him. I think he will do some really good work. Well, I you know, hope. You know what's funny? I was a bit down in the dumps recently because like, I haven't seen him in ages. Yeah. What's going on? Probably the industry probably got to him and made him wear a dress. <laughs> so I looked up. He's actually he's got two TV shows coming out. Okay. And Obi-Wan as well. Yeah. And like another thing. So he's doing great. That's you know? good. Good to so hear. Thank God. Thank last God. Thing I need to, like, imagine he... Uh, yeah. I don't want to be walking around Dublin see him on the street. <laughs> Next to D Barnes, <laughs> they're sharing a loaf of bread together. But yeah, so everyone's great in it. But the guy who plays Doctor Dre is yeah. not good, and his character is so like nothing and bland. He literally, he's just the kind of like the straight guy who yeah. does all the work. Yeah, literally, he does all the work and makes all the right choices. He never even fights with anyone in the band, mm-hmm. which was such bullshit. Like the whole kind of beef between Dre and Easy E and Ice Cube, very well documented. Uh, isn't he like as well like Easy E's like walking down the street and he's like, no, try speed it up. Yeah. And yeah, try yeah. make it sound good. He's yeah. like, okay, <laughs> Mr. Dre, I'll try. How do I do this rapping business, Dre? This is crazy. Yeah, yeah. No, no, he's literally like, how do I perform as a top quality rapper? Yeah. And he's like, well, first of all, maybe... Put your sunglasses on, Yeah, money. yeah. And he put yeah. sunglasses on. I was like, shit. <laughs> now I'm with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that is literally, that's the scene. Yeah. Now, they do say that Easy e because he was, like, he started off as literally, like, he was a drug dealer and he kind of encompassed the life that they, the rest of them only rapped about. The rest of them were very much, were artists who reflect, you know, what's going on around us. But Easy e really lived the life or whatever. Yeah. So we gave them credibility, but he didn't really know how to rap or shit. So he, they do say like they did help him in the start, but yeah, it really look. Dre makes it look like I just he didn't know how to yeah. do anything. I got this riff raff off the street yeah, and literally. turned him into something because yeah. I'm a genius. Even like there's a line in it where like Doctor Dre is like working for his original boss. Like the man's got no vision. It's like shut up. There's no way you said that. It's like it's like they make it seem like in the movie he like completely envisioned yeah. everything that was gonna happen. He like he basically is like yeah gangster rap. That'll become huge, and it's all thanks to me. You know, it's very, yeah, very, uh, I know, self They do. He is portrayed almost like a Steve Jobs, he kind of like yeah, amazing yeah, yeah. genius. But um, so, anyway, so the movie came out. Yes. All right. And Michelle saw this, and she was like, well, you've kind of skipped over a few tiny little details. Yes. So she produced her own TV movie called Surviving Compton. Yeah. She produced it. She actually is in it. Yeah. She plays herself. Oh, really? And she narrates the film as well. And they have a girl playing her in the film, but she's like the, what would you call it, the ever-present narrate, the narrator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The talking bitch. <laughs> I was afraid, because you start off, she's the narrator. I was like, no, Brian, no. You had to fight that urge. And I, I'm proud of you. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. plays the talking bitch. You yeah, know, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I, I want it's good. 
Okay. It's, it's a surprising thing. Now, obviously, it's a TV movie. It was yeah. probably made in like three weeks. I probably will watch it because it's it's interesting to me. Plus, it's got my main man, Jamie Kennedy, as Jerry Heller. Yeah. Now, they who do, are two of my icons yeah. combined. Now, to they do Jerry Heller the right way in this film. Uh, yeah, <laughs> a sympathetic man who just wants to control these rabble rousers <laughs> these artists yeah, yeah 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 he's just trying to control like come on guys please and they're like we don't care about you Jerry shut your ass up Jerry yeah, slapping around I'm a fuck you bitch yeah just slapping around he's like oh guys they're just roughhousing <laughs> oh you you fellas keep me young I tell you there's ya. literally a bit in this okay uh, I, I have to look up to see if like Jerry Heller was any way involved in this film, okay? Yeah, yeah. But literally bitten it where they're like, Yo, Jerry, where's our money? You don't <laughs> respect us, Jerry. Fucking Jew. Fucking Jew. Where's our money? He's like, I gave you the checks. I yeah. don't know where it's gone. It turns out they're all in the post box. They just didn't take- Yeah, Dr. Dre forgot to check the post box and it's like nine months worth of checks. Yeah, literally millions of dollars yeah. worth of checks. Yeah, and, and they're like, we still don't respect you, Jerry. You expect me to get that shit out the letterbox? Oh, I'm going to do that, master. Motherfucker, get me my shit right now. Okay, please don't hit me again, yo. Yeah. Yeah, but it is, you know what, for a film that, you know, didn't had probably- one one of 100% of the budget like that's solid math you can yeah, trust me on is, that this is uh, uh, very little percent <laughs> yeah, yeah okay for a film that's probably a micro budget you know probably the same budget as like an episode well you horses. say that but those lifetime movies I mean that's like a little kind of cottage industry in and of itself you know yeah, I mean but- obviously it's shite but they do have enough to like kind of facilitate churning out these movies on the reg. I know? know but they probably like it was a time limit as well yeah. I, it, but it's good is what I'm saying okay? Okay, okay. now we have to address one thing okay right. and now obviously you shouldn't hit a woman but she does have a very squeaky voice really squeaky it is cartoonish it's literally she sounds like a cartoon character I, I was trying to do an imitation yeah. in my car on the way up here to, I like, co- yeah, yeah but like okay I'll try I'll do and do it, it. I will well, Dre, he like hit me, and that's even that's, that, even, that, that's human. Yeah, it's she literally yeah. sounds. It's it's so hard oh, to. Yeah, she sounds like she's from Adventure Time. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. it weird. But thing is, like, she does sound like that when she sings. Like, my people go yeah. fighting for the widow. Yeah. It's like beautiful. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, no, she's very talented. But then, like, she does sound like a dog toy. <laughs> Fucking squeaky bitch. Yeah, but yeah, she, yeah. I tell you what, when you get over the voice, you know, a lot of things, don't judge a book by its cover. Because when you first hear her, I never like, do. When you first hear her, I you're don't like. I read books because I'm not a fucking nerd. <laughs> I see a book, you know what I do? I jizz on the cover. That's how I judge to it. To assert dominance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Think you're better than me? Yeah. And then I see the librarian, like, you're next. <laughs> but, like, when you, you get past the voice, yeah. it's actually pretty sound. Uh, lady Yeah she, Like I've seen her In interviews Like and she is She seems cool like, And you know what I like about her as well She's not like She's like Yeah You know He hit me Yeah Don't like him She has a kid with Dre Doesn't she Yeah so she got, you know. I think she has a kid with Dre And a kid and with Shug Knight yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah 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 God So So it, I say those boys are <laughs> <laughs> Adventurous Yeah So um so her story basically, like she's just a squeaky woman. She works in a shop. Yeah. And then she's like singing. This probably bullshit. But in the film, she's like singing while like you know putting you know hanging up shirts. Yeah. Like, ooh, I love hanging up shirts. And then Dre's like, uh, man, you got a crazy voice. That's yeah. beautiful, honey. Uh, come around the studio next Tuesday. And she's like, okay. <laughs> You got it, Dre! Yeah. And then she comes over to the studio and all the other guys are like, who's this squeaky bitch? You Who know? is squeaky ass bitch? And then she starts singing her like, whoa. Yeah. So then he starts dating her. And I've he's been wrong about women my whole life. And you know what? This this is the thing I think is true with all abusers, okay? Mm. Is at the start, Dre is so nice. Yeah, yeah. The, what do they call that? Love bombing. Where they just like, they shower you with affection, right? It's just like, I love you, I love you, I love you. You dumb bitch! Yeah, like, at the start, he's, like, calling her every day, just being like, hey, I just want to wake you up in the morning and say that you're a special person. Yeah, yeah. And and that's it, you know? No blowjobs or anything. Wow. Yeah, he just likes her for her. That's nice. And it's, like, the minute, like, he gets her pregnant, then it's, like, you know, clobbering time. (laughs) 
It's turbo time. So like, um, he like, um, you know, like her mother in the film is like proper. Like you, you gotta stay with him no matter what. He's yeah, ri- he's rich and successful. You stay with him no matter what. So like Dre, at this time, I already had like seven kids. Yes, with like with, seven different women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Oh, honey, did I not mention that? Ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. Another bitch having my baby." And Mich- Michelle Lee's mother's like, "Hey, that's what you got. He's a he's a he's a rich man. Yeah, you just gotta stay with him. Sure, he's cheating on you. Sure, he hits you. Just gotta stay with him the whole time. Yeah." And then, like you know, he's like slapping around and stuff. And um, <laughs> Jesus, could you? I mean, you know, not that it's funny or anything, but just. I wonder what it sounded like when he was slapping around it. Yeah. <laughs> like a squeaky so, door. Yeah, anybody walking past probably thought it's like, oh, somebody's playing their video game off the line. What is that? Leapfrog or Pong? He even shot at her. Really? Yeah, and this is oh. stuff that, like, this isn't like a he shed. He he shed. He said. He shed seashells by the whore. This isn't a he said, she said. It's well, all about the he said. Um, this is, He's admitted it. He's yeah. like, yeah, I did it. Yeah. He's admitted it. Yeah. But it's all like, you know, I was a young man. I was foolish. I was drinking a lot back then, blah, blah, blah. It's like, nah, pal. We were all young and foolish and drank a lot. Never hit no women, though. And I didn't, like, do it, like, to every woman I've ever encountered. And what's also interesting, this is actually a very interesting look into an abusive relationship. So you said love bombing. Yeah. And also what he does a lot is, like, he'll hit her and then start crying. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That confuses them. Like. Yeah, it's, that's like kind of gaslighting, or not even gas, but it is like, yeah, it kind of make he's trying to make himself seem really vulnerable and tortured. It's like I'm so sorry, I didn't mean it. But he doesn't apologize. He starts crying. Oh, okay. And she's like, I assume it's because of the hitting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So no, really, he's just looking at Warren G's album sales. <laughs> So Doesn't like, even make sense. Yeah. He was very successful. So, like, he's, like, punching her in the stomach and shit like that in front of people in public and stuff like that. Yeah, he only hits her in the face when they're behind closed doors, yeah. but so, in the stomach all day long. So he's, like, being awful, all right? Yeah. And then she... And then Shug... This is so, like, bad type, like, so unlucky. Shug Knight sees this, and he's like, oh, you, you shouldn't be with a man like that, yeah, all right? Yeah, yeah, And yeah. he starts being really nice to her. Yeah. And she's like, oh, Dr. Dre is like this real volatile, uh, angry yeah, guy. And now I need, a, like, a quiet sort of church mouse type yeah, character. Yeah, I'm going to start dating Shug Knight. <laughs> Which, like, so, man, Michelle, she's tiny, right? She's like this tiny little woman, and Shug Knight is fucking huge. He's like six foot four, about fucking three feet wide he's massive yeah man. he's like he's a former nfl player yeah he played for the rams he's for like huge. two games big guy yeah he was a he actually this is funny he played for like um he's a big football star when he was in college and he played for the rams apparently they all bullied him really yeah that just shows how big those nfl players are like where shug knight was the runt of the litter yeah yeah, yeah. boss this is before he got like real extreme gangstery yeah yeah like he was always involved in the bloods but I think after the NFL, he got full into that. And also, like, he was like a bodyguard. And that's how he got into the music industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, of course, the famous story were like um, the Vanilla Ice. He, like, held... What is it? He dangled them out a window? That's the extreme version of the story. The, okay. The, more, le- the least extreme is he just, like, had him at the balcony. He was kind of like, I will... Throw you over. Unless you... Uh, was it give us the rights to... Yeah, he was working... Shug Knight was working for a guy... Uh, I think he was called something like it was something like chocolate. Oh, like chocolate love or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And Shug Knight. God, had... I hope that's his name. Because <laughs> if it's not, we're in trouble, baby. It was Warren, <laughs> Mister Chocolate yeah. Man, uh, Derek. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So basically, uh, I Vanilla Ice had stolen uh, a Lyrics? song. Right. Yeah, okay, had yeah, stolen yeah. a song from Chocolate Chocolate Man. All right, yeah. okay, and then like Shug Knight threatened him, and right. because of that, a lot of people in the industry are like, "Hey, Shug Knight's a good man to have around." Yeah, yeah, he gets it done. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, don't yeah. play by the rules. No, and that's what you need. You need a maverick, you know, because everybody knows that people in the music industry. They're the most by-the-book, virtuous, straight arrows yeah. you'll ever meet. Well, Shug Knight, Shug Knight is basically like he was giving back to the community. He was like, "Hey, look, 
I'll start up my own record label. Yeah. I'll hire a bunch of my chums to work with yeah. me. <laughs> my schoolyard <laughs> pals. Yeah. And that's how... Um, and he, he, who did he hook up with then? He was with uh, Tupac. Tupac, yeah. Well, see, Death Row... See, uh, yeah, so... Fucking Ice Cube left NWA. He went and did his own thing. But then Dr. Dre left NWA. He then hooked up with Suge Knight. And they started Death Row Records. And then they brought Tupac into the mix. I think they brought Tupac in after he did time for the rape. That he claims he didn't do. Yes, now do you want to get into the rape? Uh, how, should we maybe finish the Michelet thing? Or yes, yes, more you're to right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Michelet, just to say, like, so... In the film, she she starts dating uh, Suge Knight. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Suge Knight obviously is abusive to her as well. Yeah, and he's kind of like when he goes to prison for assault. Yes, uh, she kind of wants him to do everything. And um, what do you mean, like basically, kind of like being charged of like criminal and a criminal enterprise, basically. You oh, know? okay. And he wants her to, like, handle money and pay off certain people. Right, stuff like right, that. right. Yeah, because Death Row Records were, like, they were involved in, like, drug trafficking, corruption, yeah, embezzlement. Yeah. There were there was even links to the Rampart scandal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were a huge... They were basically a criminal organization who just that had... also the, produced music. Yeah, like. literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... So, but like, kind of like, I mean, you could make the argument like a lot of record labels kind of like link into organized crime, even back to like Frank Sinatra and stuff. But Death Row Records, they wore it as a badge of honor. as like, we are in the streets, we're thugs. Yeah. We don't give a fuck. Well, even like, let's be honest here, okay? You can be critical all you want, James, all right? But to make it... Oh, how to, was I? To make it... Oh, you're like bad mountain the music industry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. What am I saying? Nothing but you know, angels. Yeah. But like, to make it... Uh, in like that time so like even like the 30s and 40s okay yeah you had to like grease a few hands oh absolutely and that still goes on today yeah. and I, it, it's even like I mean you know not to get too conspiratorial but like you know intelligence agencies have like big stake in like uh, the movie industry and the music industry and then there there is an overlap with organized crime it's one big horrible cesspool of this you know you know, uh, corruption and what what have you, but that's just the nature of the beast. Yeah, what are you gonna do? What and it's worth it in the end. Ah, uh, yeah. Hey, look, I like movies and music, so if some bitches gotta die, bitches gotta well, die. Michelle didn't die; she survived. So at the end, it's like some kind of thing, where like. And I managed to. I ain't taking your shit no more, Shug. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, whoa. But I think she still kind of maintains a somewhat decent relationship. Well, you have to. She's got kids with him. Exactly. Like, yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Like, they keep it, it amicable. It is, it is funny how it must be awkward for, like, a parent-teacher meeting where, like, oh, my, my ex-wife made a film about how abusive I am. That must be a bit awkward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't I'm not looking so. forward to that. <laughs> But okay, yeah, so that's Michele. So yeah, Straight Outta Compton really avoided talking about, you know, Dr. Dre's domestic abuse. So where do you want to go now, Tupac? Well, I'll tell you what. Here's your option. Do, do this Everson? Is, this is Choose Your Own Adventure. All right, here we go. Do you, go, do you want to go Tupac or Biggie? I mean, we've already talked about Tupac, and I think talking about Tupac will lead into Biggie anyway. Yeah. So. Well, I wanted to jump into the rape straight away. Okay. We probably should jump. We'll start well, off we don't like, even need to look. So yeah, Tupac hooks up with Death Row Records after his he did time on a rape charge. So just yeah, we'll go into the rape. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's interesting. Everyone knows who Tupac is. It's not like a, no. he was a rapper. Picture yeah. this, okay? <laughs> a man. <laughs> but you know, funny about Tupac is he really when he hooked up with Death Row was all pushing the thug life. He was a theater kid. Yeah, he went to an art school in New York. He was into acting uh, and he music. was hanging out with um, Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah, they were like best friends. But no, his mother was a Black Panther though. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. had like um, and the father, the whole family were like Black Panthers. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, so and then her mother became his mother actually became into like got addicted to crack yeah so he's very familiar with kind of like a re- I, I heard she was selling that booty probably yeah that's what i heard <laughs> for my home dogs and carlo <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah yeah they're all taking turns on her yeah that's what's what her I name heard. fucking well, i wouldn't know his mother's yeah, name yeah I, I don't know his mother's name but yeah she had a problem with drugs for a long yeah. time so you know Although he Tupac's he didn't have he didn't like grow up as a thug or a criminal or anything, 
he was very aware of that life because of his mother's history and her problems with mm. drugs and you know the kind of black militant stuff and also probably like his views on authority because like the fbi were like monitoring them and yeah, stuff like that yeah yeah and like you know the cops would raid their house and stuff so yeah yeah but like it's just very much there was a kind of a theatrical element to the character that he played he kind of mm. started kind of oh i'm just rapping about the thug life but then he started living it well like uh, was ultimately uh, it was his downfall isn't the same with like uh well, like Ice Cube, wasn't it? It's kind of like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. These but, guys, uh, but I don't think Ice Cube never really like you know he kind of puts across the image or whatever, and you know plays into mm. it and whatnot. And maybe yeah, he got in a few fights and stuff, but he never like fucked around with dealing drugs or he doesn't have a much much of a criminal. No, history, no, no. Well, you know Ice I mean? Cube had a little bit. Don't want to say better head in the shoulders, but a little bit more. I think common sense yeah to be like, i won't get too far into this lifestyle yeah where the problem is tupac had the devil aka suge knight on his shoulder You're right and suge knight was the one who was like leading them down the dark path yes, yes and eventually tupac started to believe his own uh his own myth his yeah. own mythology his own hype yeah. yeah so the rape case did you look into that at all i did yeah okay it's an interesting now this really is a he said she, she said, said kind of thing where yeah. his version is that like they had a they had a girl up and there was like a couple of them all like taking turns on her. Right. And then like he went to bed. Yeah. And then after he went to bed, the other guys, like Haitian Jack and Henchman, yeah. were their names. Yes. Haitian Jack actually in Unsolved, he's played by Turk. That's right, yeah, yeah. 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 That was fun. I was like, oh Turk, yeah. yeah. He was good in it too. Yeah, I wish yeah. I want to see more of him. More Turk playing a bad guy. That's what we need. More Turk is the rapist. That's yeah. why I've been saying that for years. <laughs> They would have made Scrubs way That's more interesting. That's not quite how you said it. It's yeah. like, Turk's a rapist. Yeah. But I trust me, Every I time know. I watch Scrubs, I was like, watch out, JD. Carla, run. <laughs> He'll get the janitor. He'll get everyone. Uh, but yeah, so, yeah. So, like, his story is, like, he went to bed, and Haitian Jack and the other guys got too rough with her. Yeah, and, and then she beat her and raped her. And then she accused the whole gang right. of rape. And because he'd already banged her, his DNA was also was involved. Yeah. So that's what he says. Yeah, and she says it was just straight up. She like, was like, no, they all raped All me. four of them just like yeah, yeah, held yeah. her down. So, so now I am always interested when they betray something like this where... No one knows what really happened apart from, like, the five the pe- people in the, the room. The people involved. I'm always interested how they portray this in media. Yeah. So in the Tupac movie, All Eyes on Me... Yeah. They sh- they basically just portray Tupac's version. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But in Unsolved... They do a much sm- a smarter version, Yeah, and it's quite ambiguous. You see her basically going up. You see her getting into the ho- elevator to go up to the room... And then it kind of uh, shows like a clock. It cuts to the clock a few hours later. And the elevator doors open and she's running out all disheveled and bleeding. Yeah. So it's very ambiguous. And like, we don't, we don't, we never saw into the room or what happened. And that's kind of where we're at with the story. Because we know his version. We know her version. But we don't know for sure which is the truth. Actually, the Tupac movie, All Eyes on Me is pretty funny because they... They literally do have her like in the courtroom being like, hee hee. You know, <laughs> literally being like looking around like, yeah, I fooled them all. <laughs> Everyone knows us girls have our little, uh, we spin our little webs. <laughs> like when the, yeah. when the judge is like, we find you guilty. She's like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She stands up like, yeah, my plan is work to take down the main. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you can so speculate he, yeah. all day, but, you know, either way, he went to jail. He did he, time He went for to jail, it. he had time. Yeah. Now, another interesting thing, I mentioned a Tupac movie. Uh, there's there's rumours that Tupac was raped in prison. Uh, I mean, I, I you could see it, I guess, because he's, he's a kind of small guy. Yeah. And... I don't know the what with a celebrity that big would they allow him to be in that position or maybe the prison uh, guards would the would the white prison guards Yeah, or, you're right yeah. actually. Yeah, I'm sorry. That was very dumb. Yeah. Very naive no. of me. The white prison guards would would always protect yeah. him. They'd be making him chamomile tea. <laughs> yeah. And no, read, you're right. They'd, so they did read him good night moon every yeah. <laughs> So what he, he he says he was raped by other inmates. No, he doesn't say there's rumors 
that he was raped. Now, he doesn't say he was raped. I think he dropped a few hints in some songs. People say he dropped hints, you know. Yeah. Read into it what you want. A lot of people read into his music, yeah. Um, do, um, what I was going to say is John Singleton, you know him? The filmmaker. Yeah, yeah. Did uh, Boys in the Hood. Yeah, he was going to make a Tupac movie. Okay. And in that, they were full on going to have a rape scene in it. Wow. Of Tupac getting raped. And it was going to be called Tupac More Dick in My Ass. <laughs> Hey, yeah. there we go. Yeah. There we go. And apparently the Tupac estate had a little problem with that. Yeah, I'd imagine. Yeah. Uh, yeah even yeah. though his mother was like, you know, Tupac more dick? <laughs> Do you get it? Ah, <laughs> uh, you're probably high. <laughs> get off that rock, Mrs. Shakur. <laughs> so he got out of prison and teamed up with uh, Shug. Yeah. And then they went down a dark path and Shug was very much like, let's hype up this rap beef. Let's get more involved with the actual crime side of it. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of like, let's go to war with uh, the East Coast. Because also, the uh, the shooting had happened in uh, the studio in New York, right? Yeah. That was before the... That was after he signed with Shug Knight. Was it? No, I think it was... Oh, I don't know. Actually. No, no. What happened is he signed with Shug Knight, okay? Yeah. And Shug Knight at the start basically was love bombing him being like yeah you get more control over your music yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, more control over the content i won't be telling you you can't you can't include these lyrics yeah, yeah uh and you know he was like you know at start like hey we'll play into this beef between you and biggie yeah yeah okay but we're not gonna kill anyone yeah but well, then after actually, shooting just to go back to one thing real quick well you're interrupting me but okay did I? Sorry, what were you saying? Thank no, God. it's ruined. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I've forgotten. You go ahead. No, come on. Now I feel like a dickhead. Uh, well, I, uh, um, oh, give me time. Oh, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, the Euros are on. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. I was just going to say that like, after he got shot uh, at the record studio, uh, Tupac was very much like it was probably Biggie who done it. Yeah. And no, I think it was more like he Biggie knows who did it, and Biggie didn't like try and help him or yeah. help him avoid it. Yeah, well, either anything. way, Tupac was like, "Oh, he knows more than he's letting on." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, and then Shug could use that to be like, "Yeah, you know, maybe my ideas of killing people don't seem so crazy now, dude, because they're you know they drew first blood." Yeah. Well, what I was gonna say is, you know how he came out of prison, hooks up with Shug Knight, and really starts pushing the thug life. Fuck you, you know. Maybe that was sort of him, like, um, if he did get raped in prison, he was like, I'm going to act real tough, and no one's ever going to fuck with me like that again. Yeah, projection kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I'm sorry, that, and then I interrupted you. Yeah. But then... Was it worth it? It was, was it? I think. Well, Bloody good point, if you ask me. <laughs> actually, uh, it actually was. I wouldn't have put that together. Thanks, thanks. Uh, I know male rape. I know real ma- male rape and the black psyche. I know, you know, those two things that are in my wheelhouse. I did my PhD on it. Yeah, yeah. Pre- pretty huge dick. <laughs> uh, okay, so, yeah, so then the he comes out of jail, he hooks up with Shug Knight, and that's when the East Coast, West Coast beef really kicks off, yeah. right? Okay. And, uh, you know, it's a, bit, a lot of fronting. Yes. A lot of, like, uh, music... Um, Diss tracks. Yeah, no, diss tracks. Not yeah. like if they're like a music award show. Like, yeah, you come near me. Yeah. Oh, I'll come near you. Yeah. Oh, too afraid. No, you afraid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. Well, it was more so, again, it was Shug Knight and Tupac who were really pushing it. Biggie and Puff Daddy, who are like uh, bad boy records in the East Coast. They were yeah. just like, hey, look, you know, we're just trying to make music and we don't want any shit. Like, they, they have a problem with us, but we don't have a problem with them kind of thing. Yeah, well... Yeah, it was just bad timing because Biggie came out with Who Shot Ya? Who Shot Ya? But that had been recorded before the shooting in yeah, the studio. Yeah. But everybody, especially Tupac, took that as a diss track directed at Tupac. It's like, Who Shot Ya? You know, like basically everyone thought that was Biggie saying, like, oh, yeah, I know who did it, but fuck yeah. you. It's my. Funny, it's all just a big misunderstanding. Yeah. It's like a, like an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, I was you know? going to say, like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> All they need is one uh, one loud Jewish lady to yell at them. Oh, what know? the fuck, Biggie? You're coming out with that fucking song. Yo, smoothie, man. I swear to God, I record that shit early, man. Oh, shut the fuck. You fat fuck. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a big bit. And then, you know, like, Tupac did the um, the diss track where he said uh, he fucked, he fucked Fate Evans. Yeah. Oh, what's that one called? Fucking. It starts off with, I fucked your bitch. Yeah. Fuck. What's it? 
oh man, it's uh, why is that escaping? And it's you're so supposed annoying. to be the gangster. I, know, yeah. aren't I even you? know the words. It's like, uh, oh fuck, hit him up, hit him up. Yes, that's it. That's yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, yeah, that's it. As if I knew. <laughs> That, yep, that does ring yeah, a bell. It's like, yes. I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. You, yeah, the lyrics mm, are like, mm. you claim to be a gangster, but I fucked your wife. And he had, in the music video, he had like a big fat guy running around. Yeah, and they yeah. were all like bullying him, like, ah, you fat fucker. Which uh, I did not care for. <laughs> it wasn't funny. Uh, but yeah, no, so it got really fucking heated. And um, I feel like we're dumping a lot of information. But this at is the, at the listener. Yeah, well, this is the this is the but streets. This, this is the remedial level, you know. Our listeners, you know, they need to. Okay, like, you're right. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's. How long have we been going, actually? Yeah, we're just over an hour. Well, there, just, we'll so. go. I've got, I've got more to say. Like, Sorry. Yeah. We can you go, go a little bit over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you go. I'll I'll shut up. Good. Now, <laughs> this hear hear that listeners is silence. Good. Now, me just uh, I'll lick my finger. <laughs> Turn the page and I see what 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 direction shall we go here? Unsolved. Yes. A Netflix. Sh- I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So here's a Netflix show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so both of them got killed. Yes. But Biggie and Tupac get murdered within a year of each other, right? Six months. Six months. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Biggie was twenty three. Yeah. And Tupac was twenty five. So real so, fucking young. Like yeah, real yeah. young. And uh, Tupac was first, I believe. Yeah. I didn't know this until I watched, until I read up about this. He was alive for like nine days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He really, he like, he hung in there. And people really thought he was going to live. And then he just... Um, Gave up. Yeah. Lazy. <laughs> no, no, no work ethic. But it was in the, uh, it was in Vegas after the Mike Tyson fight. Yeah. And him and Shug actually jumped these guys in the lobby of... Uh, what is that? The Grand uh, MGM? Yeah. So yeah. it was after Tyson fight. Yeah. And they saw two fellers. Um, <laughs> two fellers were um, just hanging out there. What was it? Osmosis Jones? What was it? Uh, or- Orlando Anderson. Orlando, Orlando yeah. Anderson. Anderson and yeah. Keefy D. All Keefy right? D, yeah. Th- uh, there were two guys and they got an altercation in the hotel. Yeah. Because I think Orlando had stolen or tried to steal... A, a death row medallion yeah, from yeah. one of uh, the death row people, the yeah. crew. Again, silly stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny how, like, all this snowballs from, like, you know... Just punch-ups. But also, like, he was probably trying to steal that medallion just to kind of look big, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Because they were all, like, young guys in their early 20s, and, you know, yeah. they just gave them a lot of money. And- really, it's like, you know... When you're a kid, all right, you have yeah. a snowball fight. Yeah. And then one of the kids accidentally has a stone in it. Yeah. But because he put a stone in it accidentally, now your kid's like, oh, well, fuck, I'm going to put stones in it on purpose. Right, right, yeah. Okay, and then they start throwing stones. Next thing you know, the school shooting. Yes. You know, okay. Yeah. It's That's just exactly what happened with Columbine. Perfectly natural. Yeah. Right? And it's preventable, but also, like, you don't look like a wimp, so you all do it. That's the thing, because a lot of it, like, the music was all bravado, and, like, gang culture was becoming very big. Obviously, you have the Crips and the Bloods, yeah. and Death Row Records are very much linked up with the Bloods. Paru! And, uh, oh. you know... Yeah. I don't know what that means, but... <laughs> yeah, because you... Whiter than a motherfucker, Brian. Yeah. Brian. There's P- some white shit right there. Brian. Who this motherfucker, yeah. Brian? Pyru, I beg your pardon. <laughs> Pyru. What is that? St- I know steak and kidney pie, but Pyru? More like P-U. Uh, so, Orlando Anderson and Keefy D got an altercation with Shug Knight... Tupac. Yeah. Story goes, this is almost like accepted fact at this stage, yeah. okay? Yeah. Because so many people have, um, they've been, these guys have admitted it, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, get an altercation. Tupac and uh, Shug drive away. Yeah. Orlando and Keefy D are like, let's follow him. Yeah. Um, and just drive by. They open drive fire by, and drive dri- off. Yeah, drive by. Sh- bang, bang. Drive away. Yeah. It was a rental, so just drop the car off. Yeah. Now, what, Keefy D says is that they were doing it because Puff Daddy had put out a hit. On Tupac. Yeah. Now, uh, there's no way to prove that. It's very hard to prove solicitation for murder. Yeah. But, I mean, this is at a time where there were... This isn't the first shooting that happened that was, like, directly, like, linked to the East Coast, West Coast thing. There had been a few shootings, like... So, I think bad, like... uh, Puff Daddy, a lot of people were very paranoid and afraid. 
So I'm not saying he put the head out, but he might have had, like, protection or something. Or maybe somebody thought, if we take out Tupac, maybe Puff will... I think... You know, shit like that. I, it's really hard to know. I think I heard a rumor... There is a rumor, and some people have said it, that, like, afterwards, Puff Daddy did buy them a car or something. He bought them, like, a real nice Jeep. It's, you know, it is entirely possible that Puff did, like, say, look... You know, they're gonna they're coming after me. Well, I, if they're gonna come after me, I'm gonna get them first. Hmm. That kind of thing. Yeah. So, so um, now, a theory that doesn't make any sense to me okay. is that Shug actually was involved in this killing. Yes. And he told the guys, like, hey, this is a theory, okay? Yeah. They're like, hey, guys, shoot at the car while I'm in it. Yeah. And graze me with a bullet so it looks real. Yeah. And these guys are like, yeah, no bother. We're expert marksmen. We know yeah. how to graze. <laughs> We're like Hawkeye in the Avengers. You know yeah. how to just graze you. Yeah. And not yeah, kill you, yeah. but make it look real. It doesn't make any sense at all. And I think the, the logic behind that, if you want to call it that, or the theory behind it is because P- Tupac was looking to leave Death Row Records. Yeah. Because I think Dre had just left or was looking to leave as well. Um, I think so- a lot of people, I think at this stage, Death Row was becoming so much about the gangster element. Yes. The music area was almost falling apart. and It went bankrupt uh, eventually. Yeah. But at the moment, Tupac, he'd signed like, uh, basically like a six album, some crazy deal. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe like a four or five album deal. Yeah. So that's why there was so much stuff, so much unreleased stuff after he died because he was just pumping shit out. Posthumous, posthumously, posthumously. Yeah, whatever that. Yeah. That's one of your Af- fans. After he was brown bread. <laughs> Wait, no, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, so yeah, that's, that, the, that's the room that he was trying to leave, and, and then Shug Knight was like, "Time to kill this motherfucker." It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But you know what? If it is true, goddamn, you gotta. I mean, game respect, game. You gotta yeah. give it to Shug. That was pretty. Oh, I respect Shug no matter what. <laughs> I've always said that, just in case he's driving around. You have, yeah, yeah. yeah. driving around Carlo. <laughs> Where this motherfucker stay at? <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then apparently. This pissed off Shug Knight because Tupac was dead. Yeah. So he was like, time to take out the biggie. Yeah, I mean, they killed his cash cow, so it only seems fair he do the same. Yeah. Yeah. So where, where did biggie get killed? That was in LA, wasn't it? It was in LA. They were in LA for the Source Awards. And this is like when the fucking, the beef is still at an all-time high. And that's the thing. East Coast, New York, and uh, West Coast. Uh, LA, California, but LA specifically, those were the two hot spots. So everyone's like the biggie, don't go to LA, man. People are gunning for you here. Yeah. Like, you will have a target on your back. And he was all like, no, you know, we need to end this shit. One guy already died. I, I'm trying to bring an end to this whole thing, you know? Well, what's interesting as well is he was scared going to LA. Yeah. Uh, but he'd also, like, he got in a car crash earlier, so he was like, kind of fucked up anyway like he needed to use a cane yeah and also he'd been gaining even more weight yeah i think he was like over 400 pounds at that like, point he like, was getting to um a comical amount of weight yeah. you know like that yeah where yeah. like the cane it would have had to be a mobility scooter yeah yeah and that's right. not even a joke like no it, you're it, right it, yeah it would have yeah. been like that bad because i think it's like the stress you know he's eating a lot more yeah and... yeah yeah i mean it's like it's a lot of fucking stress and like you know you know what's so funny it is literally like you know where a soldier goes to a rack and then comes home, all right? Yeah. It's like that, but they've basically created their own little rack. Yeah. Just and around it, the city. And it follows you everywhere you go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like the, another thing that can't be understated is the way the media really hyped this shit up. It, it sold magazines. It sold CDs. Like, you know, there were interviews. Like, the news was pushing. Like, it was fucking huge. You know what I mean? And the media really played up. And then, of course, that exacerbated it even further. Because then everyone was like, oh, shit. You know, I want to make a name for myself. So, I'm going to, like, pop off on this. And, yeah. like, you know, yeah. Basically, you know, rep my coast or whatever the fuck, you know. Uh, I'm trying to use colloquialisms <laughs> here. Uh, yes, uh, one does rep one set. Does one not? So they're both dead now. They are. The end. The end. Yeah. Justice was served. <laughs> uh, yeah. So they're dead and a lot of allegations that like... No, here's the thing. Some people are like, the LAPD killed them. That's right. Uh, it's more... It seems to be more likely that the LAPD just don't give a fuck. Don't give a fuck, no. And just like... They probably could have... 
you know, the only way, like, we, we all know who killed Biggie and Tupac. Yeah, well, who is it that killed Biggie? Because it was... Poochie. Poochie, that's, that's who right. they say. Yeah, yeah, a, a gangster yeah. called Poochie. Ganker, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And the funny thing is, we know this. A lot of people have admitted this. Yeah. But the LAPD, because it didn't go fast enough at the time... Yes. They kind of let a lot of the stuff... A lot of the evidence have just disappeared and shit, or just like... A lot of the suspects have just died. Yes, that's true. Because that's the thing, when you live the gangster life, you don't... You know, there's not a lot of... A lot of them don't make it to middle age, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or older. But what's interesting about the LAPD theory, which I don't buy into at all, but that was actually being pushed by a cop, wasn't it? Yes. It was a cop in the LAPD who became convinced because there were members of the LAPD who were later implicated in the Rampart scandal who were direct, like directly connected to Shug Knight. Like who is that? Literally one? friends. Literally friends. Yeah, yeah. Like they grew up well, together. The most famous one is the one that Training Day is based on. Yes. What's what's his, his name? Oh fuck! Uh, I can't remember. Oh, it's like a, he's got a girls. Morris. Uh, yeah. It, per- Perez. Perez. Yes, yeah. that's his well, name. But I think it's like Muriel Perez. Yeah, or something yeah. Like that. But he was like he and like they moonlighted as security for Death Row Records. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you know that's um. I think that's why that got that cop. He, like, wrote a book about well, it. Well, that everything. cop, his name was Russell Poole. Yeah. And kind of like a Jim O'Doherty in a way, actually. He started off in the land of truth. Yes. And he was punished for it. Yeah, he lost his job. Yeah, because they were like, ah, you're just fucking crazy. No, well, also, you're just creating more work for us. Like, oh, you want us to investigate... Picture this from the cut, and I'm not saying I believe this. Picture yeah. for a cop, like, oh wait, this guy was talking about how we're all shit, okay, and how we're white and have little dicks. Now he's dead, and I'm supposed to like, <laughs> there was nothing in there about little dicks. Oh, yes, there was. I definitely heard it. Okay, the subtext. Yeah, okay. And yeah. now he's dead. I'm supposed to investigate or what? Waste my time? Yeah. I'm gonna watch a Red Sox on a debut. I'm gonna watch the Dodgers game. You know. Nice save. Yeah. Oh, jeez, that was close. <laughs> Gonna get, gonna get cancelled. That was the one thing we'd have to redact from this episode. <laughs> I have to do a little thing at the start, like, "Hey guys, um, <laughs> this one's fun. Just let you guys know, okay? I know it's Dodgers, it's Dodgers, not Red no, Sox. I know, yeah. so please don't send me threatening emails." Yeah. So the guy Russell Poole, uh, he went spastic. Yeah, then. he went mental, and he was like proper, you know. Like a Howard Hughes type, he was all smelly, and he was like, "Oh man, you don't understand, man." Yeah. It was like there was like six hundred people involved in this case, man. It goes up to up to the very Reagan was involved, and <laughs> and the Queen of England, and yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Charlie Haughty, he he was the trigger <laughs> man. <laughs> but yeah, so um, yeah, they never, but everybody kind of knows who it was, but they just they refuse to like solve the case or admit. Well, it's also like. Because they had to do a payout for... Um, to uh, Biggie's mom. Biggie's mother, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, um, you've watched Unsolved. What did you think of the actress playing Biggie's mother? Been a while since I've seen it now. She I didn't... thought she was a little bit hammy. Okay. Oh, well, my son's dead. I was like, yeah, yeah, okay. Come on. Give it over, love. Yeah. Really. She was, it was very Spilled like... Spilled milk. I don't, you know, again, like, she was she was acting. There's a lot of, like, single tear rolling down the eye, and I was like, oh, you're showing off. Yeah, you know? okay, right. I, I don't like it, a little tangent for a minute, I don't like in films where, like, people crying, like, a nice, pretty way. Yeah, where it's like, you know, there's tears, but they're very, you know, um, dignified. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. If somebody's crying, they should look pathetic. I want to see snot all yeah. over the place. <laughs> <laughs> Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shit themselves. <laughs> She's queefing. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That's realistic. Yeah. Okay? Like, oh, no, my baby dead. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Kind of like that, yeah. <laughs> if you want to go down that road, which I won't. Well done. <laughs> Be the bigger man. Uh, mm. but, um, uh, yeah, so, uh, no, I don't... Um, so, Poole went spastic. And right. he, Poole thought it was a w- way bigger web of conspiracy. Yes. And, you know, he was, he was in... Uh, he was saying like, "Oh, this person involved, this person." Yeah, and he kind of, he lost everything. Apparently, his family like yeah, he got divorced. He didn't see his kids towards the end. He he lost his job, and ironically, he died in a police station. He had a heart attack. Why was he in that police station again? Because um, wait, was it? A pl- I think he was in it for some reason. Maybe like 
I think they felt sorry for him, to be honest. Okay. I think maybe they were like, oh, we'll give him like a traffic job. No, I tell you, it was a sheriff's job. Okay. They're going to give him like a, sh- probably like a, like, oh, he can't fuck up this, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then in the office for the interview, he like died. Now, if you want to be crazy, like, oh, they injected him with something, injected oh, him with AIDS. Is that a theory? Yeah. That is a theory on Reddit, yeah. Well, actually, we kind of, another thing we could briefly skip over that uh, everyone thinks that Eze was actually killed, injected okay. with something. Yes, yes. Because, like, he contracted AIDS and died two weeks later, basically. Where, okay, you're, you got street knowledge. Yeah. Where do you stand on Eze? Because it's funny, a lot of black people, well, I want to say a lot of, well, a lot of people in the black community, you know, Good. Good. are like, he wasn't gay. Okay. He wasn't gay. No way he was gay or even boy. Yeah. He was definitely injected with the needle. Right. Well, what, what, what do you think? As a man, as a member of the black community, <laughs> thank you. As an adopted member, yeah, 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 that's right. Um, yeah, like I don't know the theory that he was like stabbed with something, but it was more so like it wasn't even that. Okay, like hypothetically, he was so if he was in the closet contracted AIDS, that's one thing. That's where I stand, by the way. Okay, but like, don't they say like he literally he kind of wasn't showing any signs, and then like just. Over basically like got diagnosed after like a like a week or two of feeling shit, and then was literally dead like a couple of weeks later. Yeah, like the time from being diagnosed to his actual death with not really showing many symptoms previous to that. It, I mean, that's not really how AIDS works, though, right? It's like a really kind of slow degenerative disease yeah. that attacks your kind of immune system over years. And like you know, it's a it's a long drawn out thing. Mm. Uh, different maybe if you're like a heroin addict or anything, but I don't think he wasn't he, on that. He wasn't. So also, not a single one of his baby mamas, not a single one of his kids, not a single you know, not a, his dentist. Yeah. None of them got AIDS. No one else that he was fucking. And apparently, he was a real fuck boy. He fucked a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he loved a pussy. He was a real creamy boy. Yeah, yeah. And he be he was on Howard Stern once. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, geez, that's where he got. No. <laughs> No, but he was the Howard Stern once, and he was like bragging, like I don't use condoms. And Howard Stern was like, "You got to use condoms." Yeah, he was like, "I don't listen to you, you big Jerry Heller." <laughs> but yeah, so I think that's where the theory comes from. But again, who knows? You could speculate. Then there's that really crazy clip of like Suge Knight on Jimmy Kimmel is like, yeah. you know, they got these needles now. You can just go around and jack somebody, give them AIDS like that easy shit. And everyone just kind of goes, whoa. Uh, it's funny because he says Easy E style and Kim was kind of like, huh, huh. <laughs> like, because he laughed, is it one laugh and he's like, oh, oh, is he admitting to murder right now? So he's like, ha ha. Oh, where's Guillermo? <laughs> yeah. And Jeff Ross is there like, oh, you're black. <laughs> you know? This is early days. <laughs> yeah, he was still workshopping yeah. some stuff. You know? I love that like bad Jeff Ross. He's like, where? Criminal. <laughs> <laughs> I have the statistics to prove it. But anyway, yeah, look, this whole story is a big, crazy thing. There's a lot of legitimate theories, but then there's also a lot of crazy theories, real out there shit. I'd say it's more likely he just, I don't know, fucking... But then, you know... That's... You actually know, you've convinced me. Okay. You've been, I think, yeah. His son is kind of like, a little bit like, yeah, I think uh, foul play. It's just the fact that no one around him, like as you said, none of his baby mamas or girls he was fucking or kids, none of them contracted AIDS. And then the fact that he died so quickly from being diagnosed... It is weird, it's fishy, but again, I don't know enough about fucking medicine or like diseases... Or black people. No, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know enough about any of this. To I haven't really done the research. Speculate. <laughs> so, yeah, who knows? But look. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, I do think. What was. If he's, if Shug Knight did inject Easy with AIDS. Yeah. What do you think his reasoning is? Is he just trying to be badass on Kim? Is he. Is he does he really. Well, deep down, thing. does he really just care about. Was this all to get Kimmel's love? Yeah, yeah. But the th- another theory is that Chug didn't actually do it. He just kind of liked to imply or brag that he may was responsible. But, like, you know, NWA, you know, after fuck the police, like, it wasn't just Tipper Gore who was after him. Like, you know, like, the f- 
FBI, CIA were all investigating them. They consider them to be like dissidents, essentially, who are putting out a real anti-social, anti-government, anti-America message, anti-authoritarian. So there's another theory, you know, kind of like, you know, similar to like, you know, Martin Luther King or whatever else. Was he murdered for being, you know, so outspoken? All that stuff. Again, another theory. No way to corroborate it whatsoever. That, now, 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 James, yes. you've crossed the line there. That's, Am I going? I'm going Russell Poole on it. That's yeah. You're going to die. This isn't my station. theory. This is just a theory. One of many. Uh, I literally uh, preface by saying there's a lot of wacky theories. I like it now. You're like it's not my theory, and then <laughs> you slowly like hide your folder with like James's cool theory. I just bring out a whiteboard with lots of red twine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But look, hey, who knows? man who knows you know we'll never know that's the thing it's a kettle of fish isn't it it sure is a big old kettle of fish i would recommend unsolved yeah i know i've watched it yeah i enjoyed it because the thing about it is very comprehensive it, it goes over everything mm. so if you are interested in this and you want to know about it check that out there's an episode of last podcast on the left where they talk about it as well like, there's a lot of good stuff out here that details it in... But you know what? They don't do the funny racist voices. So is it even worth your yeah. time? Probably not. I was laughing in, um, in Unsolved. There's a funny bit in it where Russell Poole's, like, talking to Biggie Small's mother. And he's like, uh, Mrs. Wallace, I haven't solved a crime. But I have written a book about it. So yeah, yeah. I'll make a good bit of moolah off it. So... <laughs> Yeah, not too bad. Hey, swings and roundabouts, yeah. am I right? I can buy all the red string I want. Yeah, yeah. By the way, your son's music sucked balls. <laughs> I'm at West Coast for life. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think uh, we covered a lot there. Is there anything that we've missed? No, uh, I mean, well, lots there, of stuff, there, obviously, but... There is the whole, like, Tupac fate is dead thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's one I've never... But there's even that they both faked their death. Well, here's the thing. With, um... I would have believed it more until I found out that Tupac was in the hospital for nine days. Yeah. Okay. It seems like a lot of time be hanging around still doing like the... <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. Like looking around being like, did anyone buy this? <laughs> yeah. oh. um, I, I read a YouTube comment that said a guy's mother... like The YouTube comment was like, my mom worked in the hospital where Tupac got shot. Yeah. And she said he's dead. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So that's all the proof I need. Yeah, yeah, look, case, case closed. <laughs> if only YouTubers around Russell Poole could have put this whole thing to bed, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, they do say that he faked his death. Okay. Tupac lives in Cuba, but he came out of hiding for Occupy Wall Street. Have you seen that? No. What? Yeah, yeah. There's a, basically, there's a black guy in Occupy Wall Street, and you're like, it's, t- it's Tupac. <laughs> It's too, look at him, it's Tupac. I told you before, I'm not Tupac. I'm here to promote Bruce Almighty. Uh, but yeah, so it's a wild, it's a wild ride, man. Yeah. It's just a ride. Yeah, I, I did look a little bit into the Tupac faked his death. It just seems like a lot of work. Yeah, there's a lot I'm of like, people. Well, what's the benefit then? It's to escape the the crazy life that wouldn't you, wouldn't you miss that he after loved, like, yeah you'd be so bored yeah. it's like being rich and famous getting to bang anyone you want pretty sweet like imagine like the difference like you're basically living like a king all right yeah I and mean, what like you're like oh now i can like what you're seeing he was like 20 something how long has he been dead he died in 1996 so like 20 fucking Six years? So he's just been sitting on the island then for like 26 years, being like, yep, yeah, fooled them all. Wait, he, no, 25 years. Okay, yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Well, he's been, for over two decades, he's just been sitting on the island being like, oh, I got the last laugh I did. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, you, come and clean that shit up. It's like, no problem, sir. He just like works as a janitor now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. a little fake mustache, he's working. <laughs> Over his actual mustache. <laughs> so, um, we'll do a where are they now, just to finish it up. Okay. So, Michelle is doing well. She's yep. got, still hanging out with the kids. and you uh, know. She's getting alimony from Dr. Dre and Shug Knight. Hey, those are two good guys to get alimony from. Yeah, yeah. Well, Dr. Dre, Dr. Dre, isn't he like the richest black man who ever lived? He's a billionaire now from Beats. I think Beats yeah. made him a mil- I billionaire. The stat I read was when he sold Beats to Apple, was it? I think so. It was the biggest... Single day uh, acquisition of wealth for a black man 
in all all of time, basically. Okay. Well, maybe like maybe back before there's probably some guy who got like twelve goats back yeah. in the day, and, <laughs> and back then that was like the biggest thing ever. Yeah. But yeah, it was like massive amount of money. So he's like mega rich, no matter. Yes. What. So he'll be fine. Like, and here's the thing: like everybody knows about his history of domestic abuse. Doesn't matter. Like Doesn't he's matter, a billionaire. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. it's like don't be a party he... pooper. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, also, uh, he's shredded now. Holy shit, he's ve- a beefcake. Very big. He could give Shug Knight a run for his money. Ve- well, Shug Knight uh, got arrested for having a little drive. He imagine this in this in, in a country a black man can't even go for a drive. <laughs> yeah. On the on the set of Straight Outta Compton. On the set of Straight Outta Compton, where a guy portrays him as a thug and a possible murderer. He does a hit and run where he murders two people. It's he like, killed one person. Oh, okay. I think severely crippled the other one. Right. So get your facts right, okay, oh, racist. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just oh. railroading another black man. Oh, uh, look, uh, your white robe fell out of your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> well, your guess. burning cross fell out of your pocket. <laughs> yeah. Shug's in prison. Yeah. Um, Andre's well, a billionaire. Uh, EZ's dead, we mentioned. Uh... Ice Cube's doing well. Yeah, yeah, he's still, like... Here's the thing, I think out of all of those guys, like, um... Well, no, not okay, not, uh... Sorry, not including Biggie and Tupac. But I, I personally would put Ice Cube above Tupac. But out of the whole NWA one crew, he definitely produced the best shit. And I put, like, he is way better than Dr. Dre. His music oh, yeah. is so much better. Yeah. You know, Dre's a great producer... And he knows talent. In terms or whatever. of quality and quantity, it's Ice Cube. Also, was Dre in the uh, Twenty One f- uh, Jump Street franchise? I don't think so. Yeah. Was he kicking it with Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum? Uh, mm. No. Was he in a film with Charlie Day? Uh, fist fight. Yeah. 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 So yeah, Ice. Uh, Ice yeah, Cube. He's, he kind of he's weird now. He's got a kind of research like. He did kind of serious movies, and he was good. I love Friday as well. Yeah. Not as, that's not a serious movie, but now he's sort of into kind of like um, he's kind of good at like uh, poking fun at himself. Or he plays like the angry guy, yeah. and, you know, like everyone's afraid of him. But he's just kind of leaning into it, and he has fun with remember, it. So. Remember, the fuck? I was disgusted by this. Oh, was, are oh, we there yet? No, no, no. Remember that came out. Okay, yeah, he's trying something, and the whole community fucking backstabbed him or like oh you're not cool anymore really that really fucking made me angry yeah yeah, yeah. I, I signed up to several message <laughs> boards that day yeah uh, how many members of like UKIP are there just because well, Ice Cube got disrespected <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I thought that was pretty I always thought that was bullshit the way they're like yeah he used to be a gangster and now he's trying to make money doing a kids film yeah like he was never a gangster he just sort of emulated the character but he was very he never really claimed to be about that life, you yeah. know what I mean? He also wrote one of the greatest diss tracks of all time, No mm. Vaseline, is fucking top tier, man. Let's do a little uh, mind experiment to finish this off. We'll finish this off in a minute. I'm going to I'm going to steal some of your food. Okay. I'm going to run down and steal all your food, okay? Yeah, so that's, do it. That's going to be fun, all right? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I've been inspired by the music. <laughs> <laughs> I take what I want. <laughs> yeah, but um, let's do a little mind experiment to finish this off. What do you think Tupac Shakur mm. would be doing right now? Oh, probably featuring on tracks with Justin Bieber. Really? You think he'd still be doing the music? I think he would have left the music. You're probably right. Well, he was a pretty good actor as I, well. I was about to say, I think he will have been nominated for two. He wouldn't have won, but he'd be nominated for two Oscars. Yeah. And I think he, a bit like Ice Cube, he will have branched out and tried to do like some sillier stuff and he would have not as successful but yeah. like he could have he could have been in the fast and furious franchise instead of ludicrous it could have been tupac no i think tupac would be doing more like artsy stuff not artsy but he could be doing more kind of oscary baity kind of move he, he definitely would be team who's that guy like les daniels was like the butler and stuff like that i don't know you know that director he did the butler he did uh selma okay He'd be doing those kind of films. Lee yeah. Daniels. Lee Daniels, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Les Dennis. That's Les Dennis. <laughs> yeah. uh, and like, uh, like, you'll... <laughs> like, he would have, like, done, like, um, he would have appeared in, like, fucking, like, um, a few action movies, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, well, I really missed out. You know that film with Jim Belushi? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. what's that? That called? could have been a whole franchise. I never actually saw that one. I saw a few of Tupac's movies. He's great. He's a great actor. He is a very good actor. Like Juice, he's great in Juice. Yeah. Ju- what? Juice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, none of that, Brian. Don't. Uh, yeah. This has been a very highbrow episode yeah. now. Don't taint it. Yeah, I think um, I I like the picture that he'd start off doing really good films. He'd have a period, a little bit of like kind of shit. Yeah, but he'd make a comeback, and he'd probably be in like um, good HBO shows now, like yeah. you know the Night of. Yeah, he'd probably be like. I could see him in True Detective season four. I could see him doing oh, that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, where he tries to investigate his own murder. Yeah, from beyond the grave. Uh, what do you think about Biggie? I think Biggie would just be doing music now. Just music. He'd uh, probably be more like producing. I think he was even kind of. He was already kind of hinting at you know uh, I'm maybe only gonna do one or two more albums, then I'm gonna get into producing, mm. finding new talent, all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, I think you know stuff like that. I think he'd be skinny now. He'd be like Jonah Hill. He'd be all skinny now. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Or at least not as fat. Do you, think he, you think he'd ever go into acting? I heard a rumor. No, I heard a rumor. I heard that he kind of was a bit jealous of the fact that Tupac was doing all this acting. And he really? kind of wanted to do the same. But he kind of like wasn't as confident in his own abilities. Yeah, yeah. Well, mm, I mean, who knows? Like, apparently he was uh, a really good singer as well. Like, as in... You know, like, not rapping, but he could really croon or whatever. Like, he was, like, really good at, like, R&B singing. Mm. Maybe he could have done something like that. I don't know. That but... would have been so good. Yeah, yeah. What do you think uh, Easy e be doing? Easy, I, I know the least about what his dreams were. I think... I, I think mean, he, really, he really lived day to day. Well, see, the whole thing was, I mean, as we saw in the film, they were going to get back together, NWA. Yeah. And I think they probably, you know, would still, like, you, you know... They probably would have done tours and stuff. It could have been all different, you know, and it's a shame. It's a shame. Well, a lot of talent gone. Yeah. But hey. Hey, we'll do, hey but hey, look, we're still around. Yeah. To carry on the message. <laughs> Bringing the truth. Bringing the truth. This has been, uh, it's been a... Yeah. This has been a long one. This is a rare thing where, like, I honestly, I've got so much we could talk about more. But yeah. Like, it's, yeah. It's too much. It is. It's you too know, much. I think it's almost like we should have just done, like, the two-pack murder. Yeah, and that's yeah, yeah. it, you know? Oh, uh, well. We bit off more than we could chew. Yes. Um, it is. Big, like, I mean, the Unsolved series is 10 parts on Netflix, so it's like 10 hours, basically. Yeah. And it just about covers everything. And there's so. a girl in it with a real nice ass. Yes. Remember her? No. She played the Yellow Power Ranger. Okay. Yeah. Which one? Who is she in the... You know the, the detective? She's like a Latino girl. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know she's got, And me. she's like, you know, yeah. shaking her ass around, you know, yeah, confused. Yeah. That's why they couldn't solve the crime. <laughs> Put your booty away, girl. Anyway. But, yeah, uh, yeah this has been... Uh, it's been fun, uh, Cheers for listening, everyone. I apologize for interrupting you earlier, but you got I me all excited. Not, I have not forgotten. I, t- I could tell. Yeah. You're, yeah, I could tell. The tension is just in your shoulders right now. Yeah, I'm going to hire Keith. Keith E.D. still alive. Is he, yeah? yeah. What about Queefy D? Queefy <laughs> D. There he is, there he is yeah. folks. That's the that's what we've been waiting for, huh? Finally. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Thanks hey, for listening. Good luck, everyone. I'm going to make a sandwich. Goodbye. Hey, why don't you eat a sandwich as well? I... I have. I'm talking listeners. Oh, okay. Dumb cunt. <laughs> <laughs>